0: Dr. Stu's podcast. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Stuart Fishbein. This is podcast number 100. Uh, We're going to do something special today. I hope you'll indulge me. Uh, For podcast 100, usually you come and tune in to listen to uh, some of our wit and uh, some of my wisdom. Uh, Maybe it's not not always that wise, but today I'm going to do a special thing. I was home uh, a couple weeks ago for my dad's 96th birthday, and I wanted to uh, spend some time talking with him. And I recorded the episode, and my genius uh, producer, John, has been able to put it together for us. So I hope you'll enjoy uh, listening to the wisdom uh, and some of the humor of my father. Uh, and uh, my fam- some of my family members will chime in periodically. Uh, we'd love your opinions on this. We'd love to hear from you at AskDrStew at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us at drstewspodcast.com. Without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so we are up in northern Minnesota at the Grandview Lodge in Nisswa, Minnesota. And I'm here with my father, who is going to be turning 96 in a couple of weeks. And uh, we thought that uh, it would be a good time for us to uh, talk about uh, any subject he wants to talk about. So, Dad, welcome to Dr. Stew's podcast. <laughs>
1: I don't what I want to talk about. There that. you go.
0: All right, so that's my job. Okay, yeah. my job is to get you to I'll
1: talk. Try to, I'll try to answer your question, okay? Best I can if I can remember.
0: All right, so what's so, my name? <laughs> Stuart. All right, we're we're good then. All right, so we're, we're off to a good start. All right, so uh, we were talking the other day, and you, you know, you don't. I know you don't remember a whole lot about it, but um, you know, I was born uh, sixty years ago, and. Susie was born 63 years ago, and do you remember anything about when mom gave birth
1: to us? Oh yeah, I remember uh, one of you were married in a, I mean, married, uh, born in a, a hospital on uh, Plymouth Avenue, or no, near Plymouth, off, and the other was in the Methodist Hospital. Okay, so Susie was born in a little uh, hospital called, um,
0: I think, Mother, or Laboring Mother Hospital or Maternity Hospital. Both, right. Just for births of babies. Yep. And uh, were you in the room when Mom gave birth? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they were either. Did you smoke a cigar?
1: No, I don't think it I don't remember if I Well,
0: because, you know, you smoked cigars in those days. Yeah,
1: but not not at home, mostly at work.
0: Right. So when you when they came in and told you that you had a daughter, did you remember that
1: that moment? No, I don't remember. That. Yeah. I See, I
0: always tell my listeners that this is a moment that women will remember the, all their lives, but I guess it's not so true for men. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I was relieved.
0: <laughs> you were relieved that you had your daughter. Okay, and yeah. then and that your mom was and then mom was okay. okay. And then where were you guys living at that time?
1: Where were we living? He had an apartment, I think. Yeah, on 3rd Avenue by the Art Institute. So, 3rd Avenue, Minneapolis. Kitty kid,
0: kid, Corner from the Art Institute. Okay, so that was in, uh, was it in just plain Minneapolis? Was it in North Minneapolis? Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Okay, and, um, and when I was born, you already already moved into the house on Joppa. Yeah. Right. And you look, what did you pay, you remember what you paid for that house?
1: Yeah, not very much. Uh, <laughs> uh, $20,000
0: yep I think you paid you told me I think 20 or $23,000 you paid for that house and your mortgage payment you told me was about I think 200 bucks a month
1: something like that yeah, yeah.
0: that's what I remember <laughs> it's pretty funny that that uh, that now you can't you can't go out for dinner for that uh-huh. now tell us a little bit about um, what how do you how you met mom well, she, her cousin was my best friend. Her cousin had the same name as mom, too, right? Bergen, yeah. Oh, who is who was her? Who was Lenny he, Bergen? Oh, Lenny. Oh, Lenny. Lenny was your
1: best friend. Yeah. Okay. And he introduced you to mom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got. She was working down here. And, and mom was from up north. Mom was from Ely. Yeah, but she was working here. Right, she worked for the some radio station or something. She did some. Oh, mom worked for a radio station. You know, she, after she graduated, her mother she went to journalism. I mean that she went to uh, mm-hmm. uh, journalism. She worked for. She was working down here. That's when I right. And so, I, and how did she know Lenny? Lenny was her cousin. Okay, so her l- father. Fi- their fathers were related. Okay, right. So she introduced you. What did you do for your first dinner? I asked her if she wanted to go out to dinner the next night.
0: Right, okay, so you went out as a group, uh, and then you met her, and then she, she said yes. She said yes. And you remember and where you took her for dinner?
1: Yeah, the restaurant, was a, I can't remember the name. It was in, near the fairgrounds. Uh, on St. Paul? Yeah. So, it you, okay. Did she was Because It did? was a hot place, I a new place, and a <laughs> A hot place. Yeah, well, no, but it, it, it's, new, you know, something that was newly popular. Right,
0: right. So you guys went to St. Paul. Yeah. And, uh, and she said yes, and then you went out for dinner, and then what happened? Well, we
1: just started to date. Right. And, then, and how long did you date for? Not too long. I know, these, I know the yeah, answer was, to these, so
0: it's kind of an interesting story. You got uh, married in Duluth. Right, but wait. So you you met her in September. Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, I think it was. Yeah.
0: And you got married. How many months later? Do you remember when you got married? Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I know. February. That's right. So so you met mom, and you've dated her for like what five months.
1: Yeah, and we got. And you got married. And we got married in Duluth. Because right. Her folks. Still lived up there. They lived up in Duluth at that point. They'd moved down from Ely. Yeah. Right. So yeah. so you... Um, yeah. And then we lived in an apartment on... Uh, I can't... I, I could point it out to you. Oh, that's okay. I can't remember. I don't
0: want to know that. I just like the idea that that you met Mom. You knew that she was the one for you. You told me this story. Yeah. And, and uh, you you guys got engaged really quickly, yeah. like after a couple months, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, you know, that's... A, I remember her...
1: I. Met her on Labor Day, and we got engaged in November, December, and got married in February. Right, and then uh, how long were you married before you had Susie? Uh, let's see. <laughs> God, I can't remember. This. You can't remember. <laughs> okay, well, these are, not,
0: these are not important numbers. I mean, what is important is that you guys were married. Do you remember how many years you were married for?
1: Oh. Uh, Fifty years, I think. More than that. I think it was 57. Yeah, fifty some years, yeah. Yep, 57
0: years you were married until Mom passed away uh, a while back. And uh, that's pretty remarkable in and of itself. Um, I'm a little sad you don't remember when I was born.
1: <laughs> yes, I remember you were born in, in a, a hospital down in...
0: I know a Methodist. Don't worry, yeah, I know Methodist that. Methodist hospital, but, but uh, I don't think Mom was actually considering home birthing at that time. Do you think? No, because no, no, no. <laughs> you know that's what I do, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. No, so it was Mom, the
1: Methodist hospital. That's
0: when. But I was. But Mom had both of her babies vaginally. No, no cesareans. Uh-huh. Right. And that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, of course, the cesarean section rate in those days was less than five percent, so she had a pretty good chance of doing that. Um, I think we were both bottle fed, though. I don't think that uh, that was in vogue in that time to uh, breastfeed. Do you remember if uh, mom breastfed us or? I don't. I don't
1: remember. Maybe a little bit, but I don't
0: know. You don't remember? I don't think that. So what's your what's your memories from back then, uh, from those days when we were really little kids, living on the Joppa house? Oh
1: the uh and my my. Dina's father died, mother died.
0: Yeah, I don't think I ever, and, uh, did, did she, I think I was an infant when she died. And he came to live with us. Correct. A Joppa. Well, what did we call him? What was his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. What it Baki. I don't remember that. But you don't remember Baki?
1: Oh, Baki, yeah.
0: Yeah. And you he, know how the name Baki came to be? No. How come I remember all this stuff? You don't remember this stuff.
1: Because my memory, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was because Susie couldn't say grandpa. Oh. So Susie could say Baki, so it became his name became Baki, which is uh,
1: sort of a lot. Of, I got a, I got Baki. Then his wife died, and he we, he moved in with us. Yeah. And I got him a job in downtown Minneapolis somewhere, cleaning a warehouse for somebody. Well uh, oh, that I don't remember. I think I was too little. And he used to come on a home on the bus, and uh, yeah, the bus ran right by our house. I right remember by that. Our house. You saw him bringing bananas, because you
0: liked bananas. Yes, he would have a banana on my nightstand every night. And actually, I still remember with Baki, we used to sit when uh, and we watched wrestling. He liked wrestling, um, and yeah. that was wrestling in the old days of guys like Vern Gagne and the crusher and the bruiser I don't remember that I don't remember that but uh, yeah I remember that and then sadly one day I remember um, he and I slept in the same room you remember yeah yep and then one day he didn't wake up I mean well, he he got mean, up early
1: you remember, you remember that day didn't wake up he had company from his uh, from uh, Duluth who visiting uh, and uh he went up to bed and never woke up yep yep i
0: remember that susie remembers him getting her a glass of water earlier in that morning uh, and he must not have felt good and then he went back and laid down and yeah, went to but
1: bed. work and uh, he took a bus downtown and he worked in his warehouse cleaning the warehouse of it. do you remember that he used to have a garden in our backyard a vegetable oh, garden yeah. he, was, he would garden it was baki's work mostly garden.
0: yeah he was a great gardener <laughs> And I still remember a trick that he played on me. I don't know if you remember this, but one time I planted watermelon seeds from a piece of watermelon that we had eaten, and obviously he knew that they weren't going to grow, so he planted rutabaga seeds in that. (laughs) And so I watched this thing grow, and it was growing and growing, and then it started to have a, 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 a flower, and then it started growing something, and it was a rutabaga, and I couldn't ever figure out for years how... Uh, my watermelon grew into a rutabaga, is it? Right? I
1: don't remember that at all. Uh,
0: of course, now I would bet ninety nine percent of people don't even know what a rutabaga is, because <laughs> I really don't know what a r- rutabaga is. I remember he grew rhubarb and cucumbers. He used, to,
1: he, used to, he, used to, he used to have that little in the back of the garage. Yeah, right behind the garage. garage. Yeah. You know,
0: I sometimes have dreams about that garden mm. that I that I keep uh, that I have my horses or pets in that garden. You remember when built the
1: new garage? Built the new garage, a double garage in the
0: back. No, I was gone. I was long gone after before uh, you did that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, no. It was only the single garage when I was living there, and you mm-hmm. built that after yeah, I moved mm-hmm. to California. Then you made it into a double, double garage.
1: garage.
0: Yeah, yeah we used to have, I, I remember a lot of fondly things about our backyard where we had lilac bushes, uh, and they smelled so good all the way around our our backyard. Yeah. And then you used to be barbecuing. It was used the barbecue
1: tree. Crab
0: Crabapple, apple, tree. crab apple tree. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I used to do with those crab apples? I used to take that slingshot that you guys got me and I shoot the crab apples at the crows. I don't, I don't think I ever hit one. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done if I had actually hit yeah. one. I would probably been upset about it. But yeah, we used to sit the crab apples and we used to ride our bikes down to the lake. And in those days, you didn't know where we were and you didn't care. And Mom would say, "Be home before dark." and you know, nobody locked their doors, and we would just go and knock on, uh, we'd go over to my friend Lex's house or and raid the refrigerator, or Stevie Lear's mom would make us sandwiches.
1: I don't remember what, yeah. Well, you were
0: you were working and stuff, but we were off in the summertime doing everything that we wanted to do. We went <laughs> down to the swamp and built a fort, and we had a rope swing down at Cedar Lake. At this point, I changed the pace a little bit. I wanted to take my dad down memory lane and try to help him... Uh, uh, rack his brain to try to remember his military service and his work history. It uh, gives you a little bit of an example of how I became who I am. So I hope you'll uh, continue to enjoy listening. Well, what business did you. Uh, bicycle business. That's right. That's uh, right. Wholesale, uh, wholesale business. Right. You told me that you that you basically knew every bicycle part by its number. Uh, I you don't know an encyclopedia. I have, yeah,
1: I must have been my reputation was well, well, see I'll tell you you probably I told you the story but I was went, worked for Manny Givers Will Goods right and I quit him five times and Manny Givers sold his business to five Gentile fellows and uh they approached me to run to run the whole you know Wholesale, business. yeah, and I worked for them, and they went bankrupt, and we <coughs> we bought them we mer- merchandise from him, and we started the wholesale business.
0: Yeah, and you did that for uh, twenty years for the next 20,
1: 20 years or so. Yeah, right? we did very very well. and some um, some months, I mean some years, we did a million dollar a year business In those days.
0: That was a big. That was, that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. No. No. I know you did. You and you sold mostly um, uh, bicycle parts. But I remember in the winter time, you, you also did cross country skis for a
1: while. And we imported a bike from. We had our mics made made and colored. <laughs> no, I can't even think the name of the bike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I just remember uh, I worked for your, your
0: warehouse one summer. Yeah. And uh, my favorite memories in the warehouse were were getting to learn all little the, the little bolts and screws and the was it the sh- yeah. champagnolo, champ what's it called the uh, those parts those very expensive parts the Italian ones uh-huh. and then also riding around on the pallet jacks that was a big we yeah, had big fun doing that uh, when you weren't looking <laughs> we would we would uh, take the pallet jacks and go spinning around the warehouse it was pretty it was a lot of fun yeah I had a lot of jobs in those days uh, you put yeah, me to you put me to
1: work early you work for a, of work for big companies. Well, I,
0: God, Dad. I mean, how many jobs did I have? I, I worked. I worked as a paper route, and remember that in the freezing cold. You, you, every every now and then, you'd have to help me with that. And then I worked as a softball umpire. I worked for the Lincoln Dell. I worked for General Mills. No. Uh, as a Betty Crocker kitchens. Uh, Betty jor- Crocker. <laughs> I was the first male Betty Crocker Kitchens tour guide. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean.
0: Yeah, you know, I went there to apply for a job working as a groundskeeper uh, to mow lawns because you know, me and Buzzy and Peter Levy had a lawn mowing service, and and uh, so I went to get a job there, and they they said I was overqualified, and they they took me down to the Betty Crocker Kitchens, and they hired me on the spot, <laughs> and uh, yeah. then I was a prep cook and a busboy, and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you taught me how how to work hard, Dad. You gave me a really good, strong work ethic. And I think that uh, uh, your granddaughter has it now, too. It took her a while to get started, but now she's got her two jobs, and she's going to college, and she's doing good stuff. And it's all because I I learned uh, about good work. You were always smiling when you went to work. And you work six uh, days a week.
1: I remember you worked six days a week. Oh, yeah, Saturday was was the day. uh, uh, well, especially when I was the retail store, but in the end, of the Saturday wasn't that important, but I used to go down, I think. I, when I worked with John Osterbauer from, from the, when I was 44 to 64. Yep. And those were the best Did years. Did you retire of, when you were 65? 64, I retired. 64, so you've been retired for 32 years.
0: What? You've been retired for 32 years, because no, you'll be 96. And I would I put enough money away. Yeah. Yeah, and mom and worked. Mom worked old. as a school teacher yeah, for yeah, over twenty yeah, years. Yeah. I still remember mom going back to school to get her teaching degree when I was in fourth or fifth grade. I think
1: you were, you were ten years old when she went back to school. Yeah, fourth or fifth grade, I think, if I remember correctly.
0: And uh, she taught, and and she uh, 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 was a great teacher. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And she probably gave me my. Uh, strength in, uh, well, a little bit of my uh, obsessive-compulsiveness, probably, and also a bit of uh, the en- mastery of the English language, because Mom's favorite was she taught English. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, uh, I still miss her.
0: Yeah? We miss her every, you know, we miss her. Yeah. I know you miss her every day. Every time yeah. I talk to you, you tell me about it. And by the way, something else you always tell me about, and not to change the subject a little bit, but I want to get this in before we run out of time, is I wanted to tell me about what you did um,
1: uh, in World War II. Uh, I was drafted, and they sent me to a photo school in Colorado. Okay. And uh, I went to photo school. Now you were in the Army, right? I you know, in the Army, right. for Army, Air Force. Oh, it was listed as one thing in those days? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Air Force was part of the Army. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, I was drafted, and I, I went. They sent me to, to photo school. They want I they put down what did you want to be, and I put a radio operator and something. And I don't even them putting put it down. Photo school, but they sent me there. I know
0: you had no skill in photography, and you had no um, you didn't even put it down, and yet they sent you off to, to photography school in Colorado, where you learned to take pictures. Right. Yeah. And so then, what
1: did you do? Uh... And they then they sent me. Then I went. I, they put me in a service group. And we were shipped over as a unit to take care of a, a, a airport. We serviced an airport. Where? In England. Okay. Uh, and I. I was, and why did Why did an airport need a photographer? Well, I don't know why they needed <laughs> to, but I took pictures of. Uh, GIs get married and (laughs) and anything, but but mostly with I took pictures of the people, like the Eisenhower came to visit the troops. Right. I took pictures and uh, generally I don't know. And you got? I ran the the base theater, and this was in England. Me and another guy ran the base theater. So theater, so you, you the, show the, movies and stuff. Yeah, for the random for the.
0: So what were the like what, like? what were the favorite movies? What were the hot movies uh, in those days? Know. Who knows anything?
1: Well, who was the? Who were the? Who were the great movie I stars? I don't remember that. Oh, I come on, Dad! I couldn't remember that. You don't remember that? No, that was. <laughs> but there were little famous famous movies.
0: Uh uh-huh. I didn't have
1: a make that. Well, movies. I know that
0: I've seen uh, that you have. Somewhere we all, we've talked about this before. You can't really find him right now, but I've seen those pictures that you've taken of Eisenhower, and you know some of them yeah. are probably, you know, you're right there with him.
1: Yeah, and, and, and
0: uh, whoa, whoa. Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis
1: too, and right? I still was not uh, any uh, combat, combat, right,
0: right. And uh, well, I'm glad you weren't because if something uh, would have happened to you, then then Susie and
1: I wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> And, I, you know, I, had, I ran the base theater, I was... Uh, uh, yep, you said that. To uh, in France, in England, and... Okay, so I've got to change the subject
0: on you now, and I'm going to ask yeah. you, uh, because I know your memory isn't as great as it used to be, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what are some of your best memories of Susie and I growing up? Do you remember? What are some of the things that you remember? Do you remember mm-hmm. Montreal?
1: Sure, we went on a vacation. Mom.
0: Yeah, but you don't remember that much detail, huh? So what do you remember, what do you remember the most now about, about your kids?
1: Well, we, we, after we got married, of course, just a, we were a happy family, I think. Yeah, I think we were pretty, pretty, much,
0: pretty much normal, I think. And you guys, I mean, I don't know that it's normal for people to stay together yeah, 50, well, 57 mom, I'm, years.
1: I'm doing, she, We were 10 years old. Then she went back to school. To get her teacher certificate. Yep. Care. Yep. Uh, she always wanted to be a teacher, and I sure didn't object because uh, I just thought the world of your mother.
0: Yep. And, yeah, we we uh, we. Yep. I know you do. I know you miss mom. I know how a, how lucky I was. Yeah, I know how lucky you were. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm envious that you guys and, had such but, a, a uh, long I time together.
1: I lived in a castle in England, and then we were shipped over to France, and I lived in a tent. <laughs> Which did you like better? Well, I had a, a couple guys to a room in the castle. I think I like the yeah, castle better. The but castle I better.
0: I never mind. Yeah. And then well dad you know you were in the military you, you might you know most of them you should live like a soldier once in a while like living in a oh, town. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: when I went overseas they, yeah you were living like a big shot in a castle no, a I, when I was shipped overseas I never I, they looked on my record I never had a gun <laughs> so they shipped me to a, to a what do you call it or a, and they gave me thir, 30 rounds of ammunition gave me the the it wasn't a real it was a, and it had a tower it had a target. I don't know, yeah. know if I hit it or not. Put it <laughs> on my service record. Why? Did you have to have a shooting on your yeah, service had, record? And yeah, they had it, service. They issued me a. So was I, this was this after the war they oh, gave this you? This was this is <laughs> when I hit, the war was still going on and I they issued me a carbine. I took a little a small rifle and. And that's what they issued me, and I had it with me. And you never had to fire it, though. Oh, we, when I lived in this castle, I had guard duty every once in a while. When I had used, the would to have. The, and who are you guarding? Who are you guarding the castle from? Just the, the, the <laughs> gate when they come to our. Or our oh, to our make sure it was. Oh, okay. They traded off, and. Uh, Dad, did you tell me that you never had any training with the gun either? Right? No, and no, he, one, when the, when Yeah, you said you got thirty rounds to shoot so him, and like that was it. Thirty rounds, and, and I don't even know if I hit the. Pot. <laughs> but it was, they had to have it on a service record. Yeah. When they shipped it over, I was very lucky, because uh, and then after the war was over, they I, they sent me all around to all the places where there are crashed planes and stuff, American planes Mm -hmm. and gliders, and see if they were, they, I used to look at them and see if they were, could be used again or repaired or anything, or they should just demolish them. And I would travel all over by myself, and they flew me from area to area. So what,
0: and what expertise did you have in that?
1: Nothing, I (laughs) just…
0: I just them oh, oh, man. <laughs> So they, so they took your word on on, uh, on yeah. whether to uh, yeah. use these parts for, for yeah. playing, and they did, and you had no expertise. Uh-huh. Oh my God! It sounds uh-huh. like the military. Uh-huh. Oh, I
1: don't know. <laughs> Maybe at that time I knew more. more I knew what. A, yeah, you've
0: forgotten <laughs> I more than most people will ever ran. know. Like, well, okay, I'm going to finish up, Dad, by asking you just a couple questions about the rest of our family. Okay, do you know how many grandchildren you have? Grandchildren. How many grandchildren do you have? Do you remember? There's Daniel and Laura yeah. and Rebecca oh. and, and, and Maddie. Maddie. Right. So how many is that? Four. Uh, okay. You have four grandchildren, and you have a zillion great-nieces, and nephews, great, and great-nieces and and nephews, and great-great-nieces
1: and nephews. You know, I have one great-grandson. <laughs> you great grand, have one great-grandson. One One, one great-grandson. great-grandson. Correct. But great, great nephews and nieces. You have lots
0: of I those. Lots of them. Yeah. Well, we were late bloomers in our family. We got started a little <laughs> late. So, you could um, do another something else with you know the time that you have left. What would you like to see happen?
1: <laughs> live to be two hundred years. Old. You want to live to be two hundred? <laughs> no. No. Okay. All right. If, well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Tell me. If I'm. Capable, why not? That's right. But if I if it get to be senile senile and and I burdened you guys You know, I'm
0: I feel blessed completely, Daddy, that you are ninety six years old and and although your memory isn't as good as it used to be, you know, you are sometimes we have conversations and you are as lucid as 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 anything, you're as very clear as anything. And other times I think when you're tired or when you're hungry, like anybody else, uh you know, your mind doesn't work as clearly as it does before. Uh, and your body, your body has uh, had its issues, but for,
1: for, you know, for 96 years, you're doing pretty well. Oh, I think so. I get, can get dressed myself. I go up and down stairs myself. <clears throat> I do a program. I take in the ones I want. Tonight I'd be playing bingo. <laughs> Well, you know what?
0: Maybe we'll do an honorary game of bingo up while we're up here at the lake with the family. And I wanted to thank you, Dad, because this uh, is—we're going to take this uh, everything that you said. We're going to edit it down a little bit, and we're going to make a podcast out of it. And I'm going to—you're going to be immortalized as Doctor Stu's 100 uh, podcast number 100. Okay, because I I can't think of a better fitting uh, topic to discuss than being with my dad. when Up at this great place. Uh, in my great home state of Minnesota.
1: And uh, the, be- the best part of my life was when I was 44 to 64 years old. Working with John. Working you know, with John. Your and and mom was alive. And we did a... So this us We did a million dollars a year business. Then we distributed cross country. To so you started working with John when you were 44? When I was 44. So that was
0: 1964. Really? I thought it was that... He started working with John in 1964? I, really, know was, I was only 8 years old? No, I, I was think, 44 years old. Well, you were 44 in 1964 because yeah. you were born 1920. That's yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Well, you probably remember what I do. Well, those were my great... I love those years too from 64 till 84. Oh, my God. That was the 60s. For me, that was great. I mean, mean, and in the 70s, uh, you know, I went to high school. I graduated high school. I took my little Chevy Nova and drove all over the United States. And then I went to college. And then after college and medical school, we had, oh, we forgot to talk about one thing, which we'll we'll put in to the podcast, is that when I finished uh, my residency program, I took three months traveling and I uh, went around the world and I was in Asia and Japan and Indonesia and India and, and all that area and then I went to Egypt and then I went to Africa, Africa. and I called you, I think, uh, on the trip and I told you that I'd like why don't you just meet me in Nairobi because I know it's not something that you would ever really think of doing and mom would have a conniption fit uh, for doing it but guess what happened?
1: Yeah, that's a, I remember that trip very well. What
0: were some of your best memories of that trip? Sitting around the fireplace. Yep. Hearing uh, the animals. And remember what happened one night? We were sitting there.
1: Clips. Moon moon disappeared. Yeah.
0: We We were just sitting there. It was a really great story. We were sitting there with all the people in our tour.
1: Clips of the moon.
0: And we saw then, And somebody looked up and half the moon was gone. Yeah. And we were sitting out in the um, Great Rift Valley in one of the big uh, parks in uh, Kenya. And we sat there for the rest for the next half hour, 45 minutes, and just watched the moon disappear yeah. and then reappear. It was a really cool thing. That, I remember that very clearly. And I remember the sounds you could hear. You could hear the baboons or the hyenas or the lions yeah. off in the distance making noises. Yeah. And we saw rhinos, yeah. and we saw hippos. Yeah, that was a great trip. And that was something that was
1: very un-Irving-like. Yeah, I would call home. Cost uh, 95 hours, 85 Yeah, think about that. A you, long call, dis- you called uh, uh, somebody back to, to, you met a girl or something. Oh, yes, in, in Japan. And you called her and I... What that cost me? Or you? <laughs> I don't know, was it 75 hours or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. Was, her name was Teresa. And, and, and uh, yeah, that was what long-distance
1: calls cost a fortune. And now I think about the world as it well, is right now. <clears throat> Used to go to the post office to send put your long distance call. It'd be cheaper if you went to the post office. Is that what we did? No, we call from the hotel. hotel.
0: Right, right. Yeah, even then it was still ridiculous. And now uh, the world has changed so much. The things that you've seen that have changed so dramatically. You know, I mean, when you were when you were growing up as a kid, you used to tell me you would you could go to the movies and get uh, get a and get lunch and everything for a quarter. You remember you told yeah. me
1: that. Yeah. You used to tell me that. Well, if you could buy from a deli. That's you know, the movies were ten cents or something. Yep, and
0: then and then when we when I first memories of my our old house, I remember the TV we had five channels. And then we now, and there, now there's a hundred and five. Well, there's a thousand, but now but not only that, but you had to actually get up out of the chair to change the channel.
1: Remember that? Yeah. 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 And, and television, and telephones. Yeah, and I learned. You, you, you talk, you say, Susie at home. <laughs> and the, yeah. and you, Susie answers the phone. the phone rings in the car. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I,
0: I, do know, I do know for a fact that you have never used a computer. No. Uh-uh.
1: Nope. Well, we, we had a computer for work, but we hired... Yeah, I did all that. Was yeah, but I'm talking about a personal computer. You never. They had a desktop at their
0: apartment. Yeah, but they never used it.
1: Well, they yeah. did take classes when they were older, but they, they never got used to it. Mom used to email once in a while.
0: I don't ever. I don't Mom know. Mom used to do it. I didn't. I have no yeah, recollection of that.
1: Very, neither of them used it very much. Mom used it a little bit more than
0: Dad. Yeah, but the thing that the world has changed so dramatically. I oh, mean, it's, God. you're going. You're coming up on a hundred years. And they think of the world in 1920 versus what it's going to be like in 2020. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing um, to think of the changes that you've, that you've seen. Oh, God.
1: And the, the, the telephones came, came in.
0: Well, oh, yeah, it was, you had one telephone in your house. It had a cord, and there was no such thing as an answering machine. And if, it, if nobody was home, it rang, it was, and if somebody was on it, it was busy. And, and you know, getting a busy signal now or something like that almost never happens. You know, the worst thing that happens is somebody's voicemail is full and they can't leave a message. But, uh, but uh, yeah, between that and between cars uh, and travel. Well,
1: Dad always says, too, about, uh, like, your phone. You can take pictures with your phone. You don't even need a camera anymore. That's you right. He a camera. He used this huge camera when he was in the service. Yeah. You know? Speed graphics camera. Speed graphics? Yeah. You know, had a
0: plate... Well, I remember something, Dad. I remember that you used to have this transistor radio, and I thought it was the coolest thing. And It was in the early 60s, and I was used to listening to the Twins games on the radio. And one time, I wanted to use the transistor radio, and you gave me a choice, and it was one of the dumbest choices I've ever made. You told me I could use the transistor radio for the game, or I could have a radio in my bedroom that had dials on it. And because I was a little kid and didn't know any better, I picked the immediate gratification of using your transistor radio as opposed to having my own, my own radio. And I still remember that lesson in mm, life about... No, you wouldn't remember that. It wasn't even important to you. But it was something that I remember that you, were, you said, well, you can have this thing and you'll have it in your room forever, or you can have the transistor radio to listen to this game. And I was dumb enough to pick the transistor radio. And just one of those little lessons in life you learn from your parents yeah. that your parents yeah. never know they taught you. So I remember, but I do remember that. And just like there's certain things that you remember really specifically, then there's certain days or events that, that I remember very specifically. Um, you know, I do remember all when, your, go ahead. When,
1: when, when all these guys with the, the, the businesses, when the five guys hired me uh, to run the, I don't remember that I was so good at it, but I, but I apparently knew because they, Yeah, but Dad,
0: you know what? You know what it really was. It was your work ethic, which you've passed on to all your children and your grandchildren. Is that you went to work with a smile, and um, you worked, and you were honest, and you were trustworthy. And I think that that was recognized by these guys. You know, any idiot can memorize the, the the different sizes of bolts and screws, but not everybody did it with a smile. Not and you drove, you drove, you drove your car uh, until what age? Uh, what well, um, Don't look at her. Three <laughs> years ago. Two years ago. So until you were ninety-four years old, yeah. you were out on the road wreaking havoc uh, to the uh, drivers of Minnesota. Is that correct? You know,
1: I, had a, I had a couple accidents.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but weren't you the chauffeur for all the old guys at the? Uh, at the, at the place where you lived? Didn't you, didn't you take them all to Costco on Fridays yeah, to get hot dogs? And
1: Thursdays and Saturdays we'd go have a, a Wednesday and Saturday to have a hot dog everything. At Costco, right? Yeah. Costco. And how much did it cost? Still the same price. What is it? It's a dollar. Dollar and 15 cents or something. Yeah, a buck and a half I think. Uh, and you get a, a hot dog a big hot dog Big hot dog. With yeah. a, Drink. Drink. And then you could fill the drink reach fill and take it home with you. Yep, for a buck and a half. Yeah,
0: less than a buck and a half. And then you drove all the guys. And also oh, we should no, talk well, not all the guys. I know that I'm just I'm exaggerating.
1: Four, four, four of us, I think. Well,
0: that's a lot of guys. And, and then and then also you played golf uh, until you were about the same age, right?
1: Yeah, well when Marty Bush died is when I gave it up.
0: So that was about two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you played golf until you're about 94. I remember when I have come home, we'd go golf and uh, we played a little par three. But uh, the fact is that the reason you quit playing golf wasn't because you couldn't play anymore; it's because you had nobody left to play with.
1: <laughs> That's the Although story. This game.
0: Yep. Although you did get a hole in one, and you did get a on your 90th birthday, I think, or that year of your 90th birthday, I played golf with you, and at Worth on the ninth hole, you not Worth at the the par three we went to, I forgot. Was it Worth? No, it was Golden... vet what was it? Glen, uh, superior. Brookview.
1: Brookview.
0: Brookview. Yeah, Brookview. Um, on the last hole, you had about a 35-foot putt for a birdie, and you sunk it. And I still remember that. You sunk a 35-foot birdie putt. It was gorgeous. And... Uh, yeah, some really good... Really uh, good did, memories. You, I, I wasn't lucky because I did, moved do away. Do you
1: remember the story? when I, When I was 60, my brother Ted was... Was 17 years older than I was. And I used to caddy for him. He was, I, when I was 16, I used to caddy belong to And I caddy for him one, sun, one Sunday, and he made a hole in one on the second hole at Superior. I don't know what Superior I think it was called in those days. And Monday is caddy's day, if you will. And I caddied for him. So I used to hitchhike down to the, to the golf course. And I used his golf clubs because he, he was a member there. And on the second hole, the day after he made a hole in one, I made a hole in
0: one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you told that story. It's so funny. It's, you know, the odds of that happening are, like, astronomical. But,
1: I haven't had a whole one since.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Most of us go through our entire lives, Daddy, and we'll never have a, a whole one. But you know, it's been a it's been a thank, thank you, Dad, for um taking the time to uh to talk with us and tell some stories of, of yeah. the
1: past and what you remember. Um But those are out you know, those are things you never forget. <laughs> it's funny how you you yeah. Know, yeah, you remember the hole in one. You don't
0: remember when Susie and I were born, but that's the way. But, but that's okay. I, I, I love you anyway, Daddy. So um, uh, thank you. So it's uh, and
1: um, well, my
0: memory is is not nearly as good as. It. Well, we're gonna do this again, okay, on your hundredth
1: birthday. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So if Susie can put up with me. All right. That's it. Thanks. <laughs> if, Susie, if,
0: if, if Susie if Susie can make it that long, you mean? Because Susie is your number one, uh, you're Susie's number one fan, aren't you? Yeah, boy. Yeah. Your I, I love her. <laughs> I'm his number one fan, but uh-huh. I would think that you're his number one uh-huh. fan. Uh, you are.
1: No. That's because I'm not around enough. Yeah, so oh, it's... It's good to see you with Stuart. i I got a warm spot by both you people. Like, uh, well, you're better. <laughs> I always think I'm thinking about you and all your changes and, and when you needed some money, I gave it to you. I helped <laughs> yes. Pay you pay me back some of it. I'm ah, probably never gonna pay
0: it back. I'm gonna edit definitely edit that part out.
1: <laughs> okay, Dad. Okay. okay. Uh, but, uh, luckily, listen,
0: Maddie will be interviewing me in 50 years, and I'll, and I'll remember the same thing. Remember, all that money I gave you.
1: It's <laughs> lucky. Uh, that I end you know, up making enough money that I don't have to worry about. I got a hundred thousand dollars or more in the stock market. <laughs> dad, Dad,
0: you don't have to tell us. This oh, is well, you're yeah. on the radio here, Dad. Okay. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> anyway, just know, just say just say. Well, uh, I got, got investment from way back that I still get ahead. Okay. Enough shit. Ch- uh, some money hey to survive. Just
0: say life. this, say this. To all of Doctor Stew's listeners, my son is a great guy. Can you say that? <laughs>
1: with all my with all my son.
0: No, to all of Doctor yeah. Stew's listeners. Dr. I just Stu's listeners. My son is a yeah. great guy. My son is a great guy.